Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Hello and welcome to Off the Bench. Me, Jimmy Williams, with former Fremantle Docker. What a great player he was. Paul Aysby. G'day, Hayes. Oh, Jimmy, very generous of you uh, to start the show. But what a big week it's been. We've got footy. We've got State of Origin coming up Origin! on Sunday. How good is that? And, of course, the Docker's in action a bit later today. And guess what? The Perth Wildcats have had a pretty tough week. They have had a really, really tough week, but some breaking news. Imagine the best DM breakout, the world's best rock breakers. What about this story? The kid from Rockingham, Luke Travers, is going to get this haze. The Cleveland Cavaliers, a franchise made famous by, of course, LeBron James. For those that listen to this program, Mm. know that I'm a massive LeBron fan. He's, of course, now in LA. But Luke Travers worked his backside off. He didn't have the greatest of seasons. That's okay. But his manager had faith. The people around him had faith. We've heard Damian Martin several times say they could do, clubs could do a lot worse than Luke Travers. And he ends up in the NBA, the Cleveland Cavaliers. I've got goosebumps. Pick 56. Isn't it great? And that's where they expected him to go. Mm. I think 55 was the pick. So the draft analysts, they do get it pretty close. And it is terrific. Boy from Perth who's come through a different pathway, of course, with the Perth Wildcats. And look, we, we feel like he's been around for a long time with the Wildcats. But <laughs> it does feel you like don't that. see too many 20-year-olds dominating like that. You normally have project players that take their time, that don't get many minutes. He He's burst onto the scene. He's had some real big performances for the Wildcats. He's had some inconsistencies, but the shooting is the one element that will keep him from playing and getting a go in the NBA. But they have good coaches. Let's hope they can make that work for him. It's interesting you say that, Hayes, because when you get to that level, when you're playing in the NBA, it, it won't be Luke Travis's job to be tipping in points. I know this sounds a little bit odd, mm. but he has so much more to offer than purely just getting the ball in the bucket. He'll stretch defences. He's got Yeah, but you can't stretch defences if you can't you, shoot. You know, you're right. Yeah. You are right. He does have to work on the stroke, but obviously the Cavs saw enough to say, hey, we can make this guy, we can find a shot here, we can find a three-point stroke. Uh, he's been over in America. He was in LA. Uh, from all reports, he's absolutely ecstatic. And he should be. He's mm. worked his backside off. He'll he'll be okay, Hayes. He'll yep. be just fine. And what an organisation to go to. And what about the Wildcats? Will they be okay? Of course, they oh, they will miss him. No doubt wow, about that. But week. also the week it has been. I'm not. I don't feel too bad about the Wildcats. I think if you have new owners come in mm-hmm. and they have a look for a year, you expect change. It wasn't the best year for the club. They didn't play in the finals, which they hadn't done. They hadn't missed the finals for 36 years. So there was always going to be change. There's always going to be a different direction. And then, of course, the coach going in Scott Morrison. Yep. A loss. I don't think he really endeared himself 100% to people here in the West throughout that first season. But that wasn't to do with culture or anything. No. Ownership group, that was purely a family decision. I've spoken to people throughout the week about that, and I'm convinced it's the right move for him and his family. And you look at the Wildcats' point of view, whilst externally it looks bad, I don't think it's that bad. I thought there were a lot of people out there, Hayes, who have taken the low-hanging fruit. Uh, the Scott Morrison decision has got nothing to do yeah. with the new ownership of the club. It's a family decision, as you said. Scott Morrison has done the selfless thing. He's given up. He's he's done the right thing, and he knows that. He's put his family over his coaching career. He's a great human being. It's a shame that it worked out the way it did, but for people to draw a correlation between Scott Morrison resigning as the coach 
uh, and Troy Giorgio losing his job as the CEO and a couple of other departures. I, I just thought it was really, really poor. And in the draft, Paolo Banchero went number one mm-hmm. to the Orlando Magic. Dyson Daniels, the first Aussie selected, wasn't a great New Orleans, New Orleans Pelicans. Usman Dieng goes to Oklahoma City. That's where Josh Giddy is. And we mentioned Travis and Hugo Basson from New Zealand to the Milwaukee Bucks. There's going to be a lot of interest in the NBA next season, Hayes, because Dyson Daniels pairs up with Zion Williamson, former number one draft pick. He's looking in great shape. And uh, Usman Dang gets to go from the New Zealand Breakers to pairing up with a man that has uh, taken the NBA by storm, Australian Josh Giddy. Plenty of OKC fans, I'm sure, going to get on board with that organisation. Imagine the best DM Breaker distributors of the world's best rock breakers, dmbreaker.com.au, the breaking news. Luke Travers is in the NBA. He'll be playing with the Cleveland Cavaliers next season. Don't go anywhere. Back with more on Off the Bench after this. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Welcome back. Hope you're having a great weekend. Jimmy Williams with Paul Hazelby. Hayes, massive opportunity for the Dockers today. They come up against Carlton. They're playing over there in Melbourne under the roof, or I assume the roof's going to be shut at Marvel Stadium. Carlton have got some injuries. This is a really good chance for them to press their claims, to show the footy world they can go to Melbourne and they can win without a drama. Oh, they can do that, and they've shown that already this year, but I just think it's a massive game in the context of their top four hopes. If they win this, they, of course, could go two games clear of the fifth team, and that is enormous as we get towards the climax of the season. Matt Tabernard, I was a little bit surprised early in the week. They were a bit unsure about whether they were going to put him in there. I think they've got to look out for him and whether they can get him through the year. Clearly, they've got some confidence there, but I think to expose the lack of height of Carlton, that's been a big reason. Season, they've put him in maybe earlier than they would have thought. Let's see if he plays. Of course, we're not too far away from that game uh, having the bounce down, but this is massive. Game two, of course, for Nathan Fife. That was a big story two there weeks is. ago. That's gone away. Everyone's forgot that one of the premier players in the competition's back in the league, and he's only played the one game. So another opportunity for them to improve with him in the team. Oh, we shouldn't be talking about him. We should be talking about one other man, and that is David Mundy. Oh, he enters all-time top ten. Wow. And those names. These are the greats of AFL footy. And, you know, I'm now in a position where I can say to my grandkids and my kids, I played with David Mundy, <laughs> the legend, and it's looking likely that he will go on. He wants right. to go on. He said, you can kick me out if you want, but I'll keep going until you do that. And I think Justin Longmuir hinted as much to say his form right now is good enough and he'll be given a chance to go on. And if everything goes well, Jim, everything between now and the end of next year, it's 400. Do you look back a little bit, Hayes, question without notice and go, gee, I wish I wish things had panned out a little bit differently for me. Like maybe I could have got two or three more seasons. Yeah. But David Mundy's just remarkable. Yeah, I probably could have got one or two more. But at that point in, in my life, I was pretty – I was struggling a little bit with what was going on with the coach at that time. And you need the love of a coach to keep on going. I didn't have it. But when you look back and reflect on what he's done, absolutely, I think most of us at the Fremantle Dockers and any player looks back and reflects, well, geez, I would have loved to get there. Because when you get there, you, you enter rarefied air. And the respect from everybody in the football world. Like, I think you get to 250 over here in the West and everybody talks about you here in West Australia, you get to 350, you get to top 10 all time, it's a national thing. And now everybody in football knows exactly who David Mundy is.
He's an absolute out-and-out star. I know Fremantle fans everywhere absolutely love going to the football to watch David Mundy play. Gee, he's been a good player for a long time, as you said. Good chance for Liam Henry, too. He's back into this team, as is Michael Frederick. Expected that after his suspension. But Henry, a bit of a surprise because, you know, he's been out of the team for a long time. He did get an opportunity at the start of the year on the wing. Blake Akers is out. They had some options. But they've turned to the kid because his form has been pretty good. So you'd think he gets a look at it and hopefully he can take that opportunity. I'm going free. Mantle in this one. I think they get hold of him. I'm going uh, 30 points. Wow. And Rory Lobb to kick four plus. I'm with you, Hayes. Fremantle win. I think Carlton have too many injuries. Now, just quickly, I don't want to harp on this, but I was away but last week and to. we haven't spoke about it. The dig. Dial before you dig the essential first step. We spoke about David Mundy having a glamorous career entering top 10 all time. There's a player out at Collingwood who's going to get nowhere near that, but on potential, if he pulls his head in, he can. Jordan Degoe goes to Bali, it blows up, his behaviour was no good. What has this guy got to do to turn it around? Well, I would get off the drink. And we've got State of Origin tomorrow. Cam Munster was in a similar situation 12 months ago. Got a drinking ban in his club, and now he chooses not to drink, and he's turned his life around. We saw what he did in Game 1. So I think when alcohol is involved with Jordan Degoe, there's a problem. So he needs to look at just the little things in his life to get that right, and the footy will then take care of itself. Don't dig yourself into a hole. Lodge a free dial before you dig inquiry. Speaking of state of origin, we've got an absolute bumper program coming up. Scott Sattler and Nathan Hindmarsh. Hear from them ahead of game two here in Perth tomorrow. Jimmy Williams and Paul Hayes will be with you on Off the Bench. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Hello and welcome back to Off the Bench. Great to have your company. As we foreshadowed before the break, it is all about State of Origin Game 2 here in Perth tomorrow. Hayes, I can't wait. I know you can't either. And Scotty Sattler joined you and Marto earlier this week to preview the big one. Hello, legends. I'm a little bit envious, actually, that uh, you're over there in the shadows of Optus Stadium, and, and I'm not. I can't wait to get over there on Saturday. It's, um, I, I'm led to believe that Perth has really embraced the game, guys. Yeah, it's been massive. What's the build-up been like over where you are? Because they opted to stay there for an extra few days compared to New South Wales. What did you make of that, and how's the build-up been? Yeah, strange one. I thought, guys, um, as you know, New South Wales got over there Monday evening, and uh, Queensland would be arriving any time soon, actually. Um, and, yeah, from a sports science point of view, you've got all the experts saying that um, you need to get over there earlier to recover. Some of the Olympic swimmers have always said if you, you know, if the Australian Championships are in Perth, they'd like to get over there four to five days before competition. So, yeah, they would have had their own advice. They'd be confident with where they're sitting um, from a preparation point of view. So it's an interesting one, but... Um, whether it plays a role on Sunday, I'm not quite sure. But I suppose what sits in favour of Queensland is they're able to put the pressure on just externally because they're leading 1-0 and they did it in such a you know fine fashion, game one. But you also got to remember in 2019, guys, that um, New South Wales lost game one, made six changes, and then came back in game two in Perth and and won by 30 points. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's a fair bit riding on all these games, but... I think there'd be something sitting in the back of both New South Wales and Queensland's minds, just thinking back three three uh, three seasons ago that that happened. Scotty, I uh, I love the Blues. 
And my wife is from Queensland, so for about three weeks every year, we don't talk to each other. But she somehow managed to be brave enough to actually purchase me a, a brand new New South Wales Blues jersey. But then I had a photo through today. Her brother-in-law, who's also her brother, sorry, who also loves. Queensland. He was using it to uh, around his neck when he ate his lunch today. So I've got a bit of leftover lunch <laughs> now on my Blues jersey. What will it take for my boys to get the win on the weekend and send it to a decider? Well, well, what I think they've got to do is they've got to um, they've got to control the tempo of the game. They they did that at the start of the game in the in the first match, but Queensland's bench when the Queensland bench came on, they lifted the intensity. When the New South Wales bench came on. I thought that they actually deteriorated uh, through that pressure from Queensland. So, yeah, Nathan Cleary had a lot of pressure on him when he's trying to get kicks away. And it's all those little tiny areas of the game that they, they lost all the battles. Now, in Origin, there's all these tiny little battles emerge across the entire 80 minutes. You've got to win a majority of those little tiny battles. And, and if you don't, well, you get your pants pulled down. So what they've got to do is they've got to control the tempo of the game when the bench comes on. They've got to um, they've got to control the tempo and raise it even further. And surprisingly, he started Brad Fittler started Cam Murray off the bench in game mm. one. I thought that was the wrong call personally myself. As a Queenslander, I would have loved that he was coming off the bench. Um, it'd be interesting. He's been named to start. There are rumours that he still may come off the bench, and Angus Crichton will start it. If that happens, I, I think, again, it falls in Queensland's favour. State of Origin coming here back to Perth. Game two tomorrow. I can't wait. Coming up next, here from former NRL Parramatta great, Nathan Hindmarsh. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Hello, welcome back to Off the Bench. Me, Jimmy Williams with Paul Hazelby. It's great to have your company. Wow, what a weekend of sport. We had the Eagles and Essendon earlier on. We've got Carlton and Fremantle playing a blockbuster later today. But the big one is the state of origin here in Perth. We just heard from Scott Sattler who previewed the match. And what about this man? Wasn't he a player for the Parramatta Eels? Nathan Hindmarsh, he caught up with Hayes and Mardo earlier this week before heading over here to Perth for Sunday's state of origin. Nathan, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Good, boys. Thanks for having me on. Now, mate, uh, before the ad break, we're just having a bit of a chat. And Damien Martins, he's obviously a New South Welshman himself. (laughs) And he was just talking about the 2001 grand final because he was a Newcastle fan. And, of course, you played (laughs) in that and lost. I didn't want to bring it up. But, mate, brought it up to me, Nathan. Hindy, this was off air. (laughs) This was off air. And he's gone straight to it. There's nothing ever off air, boys. You know, that, that was. Uh, that was a, a really low point in my life. Thanks for bringing that up, guys, because we were red-hot favourites that year. We were going well, and then the Knights, yeah, they smashed us on, on grand final night. So, yeah, I, I, I don't get reminded too much about that, even by kids who weren't even born at that time. They still like to remind me. So, yeah, Mardo. Mardo. But, uh, but you were a legend, uh, are a legend, Parramatta. The loyalty that you showed to that club, I'm sure there were some good times. Oh, 100% there were, mate. 15 years of playing at the one club was... Was outstanding. I wouldn't uh, wouldn't do anything different, mate. I loved it, and I still love it now. I love watching the boys play. They're going all right, but um, obviously we've got the bigger game coming up very very soon over your way. What is it? Three three more? How many? Four, four more sleeps? What have we got? Three more sleeps. Oh, four more. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Four more. Yeah, <laughs> four more. 
Formal. <laughs> what do they yeah. need to do? They're a bit disappointing in game one. Uh, do they need to change things up dramatically? Or I see they have made a few selection big calls. They've made a heap of selections, yeah. But I look, I've got full full faith in Freddie and, their, and his coaching staff there and their selection panel there that they've picked the right side. Look, first game, yeah, Queensland probably did outplay us a fair bit in a few areas there. But in saying that, you know, I don't think the Blues played that well and were still only six points behind or a try behind. So... I'm not. I didn't think they needed to make as many changes as they have, but the changes they have made, look, I, I'm not going to complain about. I think having Appy Corusau in there to help out Damian Cooks is going to be outstanding. I think Jakey Travojevic starting in there is going to um, take a bit of heat out of the game, and then they'll in, you know, they'll introduce uh, Junior Paulo or Junior Borlo in there, and he'll um, he'll devastate them as usual. So I, I can't complain. There's a lot of I suppose there's a lot of fuss over here in. In New South Wales, a lot of talking points at the moment through through various media outlets that are probably not as happy as, as some, but it's it's always a good talking point, I suppose. Now, Heidi, you may not remember this, but we've actually sat in the same box for a state of origin. This was going back about five years ago. I was fortunate enough to be invited into the New South Wales Rugby League into their box, and I brought a friend of mine, Greg Hyer, who I played alongside here at the Perth Wildcats, and we brought our wives. Now, my wife, even though I love the Blues, grew up in country New South Wales, she's cousins with Michael Morgan. And so I said, darling, we've been invited, <laughs> guests of New South Wales Rugby League. Don't dare wear that Maroons jersey. <laughs> but did. sure enough, we've, we've rocked up. Her and Greg Hyer's wife are wearing Maroons jerseys in the New South Wales box. And there's greats like yeah. Hyundai up the back. I'm going, oh, mate, I, I just can't even go and introduce, him, introduce myself to him. I'll be at the game again on Sunday. Are you going to head west to watch it? And if so, allow me to buy your beer for a bit of redemption and an apology. Because that was the game Michael Morgan, her cousin, threw the flick pass to put the Maroons over in the corner right in front of us. Oh, well, I, 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 like I was a big fan of Morgs. I really was until he you know, pulled on that Don the, uh, the, the Maroon jersey. But um, <laughs> no, I'll be, there. I'll be flying over. I'll be doing a bit of schmoozing, having a few cold ones over there. So yeah, I'll be there, mate. You can buy me one. <laughs> what a beauty. Nathan Hindmarsh sounds like he's going to be catching up for a couple of cold ones with the great Damien Martin prior to the game, maybe even during the game, uh, it should be a cracker. The Blues taking on the Maroons, trying to keep State of Origin alive here in Perth. Hayes, that's all we've got time for. We'll do it all again next Saturday. Have a good one. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91